This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Hey, today's the day. I just realized. I mean, yes, it's tax day. There's that day, too. But today, we kick off Pick Your Purse. Yay! It feels like we haven't played Pick Your Purse since before the pandemic, even though I know that's not true. Yeah. It feels like forever and a day ago. Wow. Yeah. But it's back today, baby. Yep, we've got purses. How many? 25. 25 in round one. Okay. Yes. So you can check them all out. Our website, we've also got the cheat sheet ready to be printed off. You must be prepared going in, people. It's very important. Perfectly clean cheat sheet. So Mm -hmm. you're starting from the ground up. You're getting in on the ground floor. Yep. Because you come in late, it's it's hard. It's harder to catch up. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yep. So, and that's the, and if you're new to Pick Your Purse, you've never heard us do this before, um, it's like a game of concentration. So, think of like this sort of virtual grid. If you can match two identical purses, you win the purse and all the goodies inside. But the best part is you're qualified for the grand prize, and that's a $3,500 closet makeover from Closets and More. And $5,000 in cash to buy stuff for your new closet. How awesome. Yeah. Be wonderful. We love it. And you can register to win more purses online on our website. And you mm-hmm. can inspect the purses mm-hmm. at WKRQ.com and stream to win on the Q102 app. Wow. That online purse we're giving away is worth almost $700. The Michael Kors Manhattan Satchel. Nice. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. How many Louis we got? Uh, this round, we have two Louis Vuittons. The one uh, that you held in our video the other day. The one, the pink on the, the inside. Pink. It's very and then pretty. And there's a super cute hot pink one that is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to check these out. We have a Pinterest board up where you can see all the purses and nice. click on them and learn all about them. Perfect. Yep. And uh, by the way, if you haven't downloaded our app yet, if you go to the app store, search WKRQ, because evidently there's more than one Q102 out in the world. Yeah. That sounds nothing. There's one like in Ireland that sounds nothing like us. <laughs> and then there's, uh, there's, Philadelphia. A, there's another one in Philly that's not as good. Correct. In my opinion. Agreed. Yeah. So make sure you get the, uh, <laughs> the genuine article. Search WKRQ. <laughs> And stream to win on the Q102 app. Pick your purse. First shot, 740 this morning, right here, Cincinnati's Q102. Let's do it. How to teach your kid your phone number. 
top 10 things we want in a date. And why do we talk louder when Zoom videos get blurry? It is Monday, the 18th of April of 2022. We're Jeff and Jenna here. It is your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, there are three kinds of people in the world. Those who want a birthday party thrown for them at work. (laughs) They want it. They love it. They they love the attention. the cake. Yep. They just, they need it. Mm -hmm. And they're really hurt if they don't get it. And then there are those who really don't. I'm I'm good. Thank you, but I'm fine. They're not comfortable being the center of attention. Yeah, I don't need yeah. it. I mean, I appreciate it. Thank you. That's very sweet. And then there are those who really don't want it. Like, they want no Seriously part. don't want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back in 2019, a man in Kentucky named Kevin Burling asked his then-employer, Gravity Diagnostics, not to celebrate his birthday because he said he has an anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. And it would trigger a panic attack. He even went to human resources beforehand. Mm -hmm. Because I guess it was my understanding from reading the article that the human resources lady was also the lady who arranged the... Who was in charge of that. Who was in charge of that. And she said, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you're sure? Yeah, all right. (laughs) I just thought of another type of person. The person who it's not their birthday, but they insist on celebrating everybody's birthdays because they like the cake. Oh yeah, <laughs> they get very upset. Where's the cake? You mean the, what do you mean? It's your birthday. Where's the cake? Why doesn't? Why didn't anybody bring a cake? That is a real person. That is a real that person. Is real person. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what happened, but evidently. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I, I don't know if the person in charge of arranging it forgot or something got broke down in communication. But or they're the person that has to have the cake. Uh, it's possible, but it was his understanding that they said, okay, if you insist. Sure. And uh, I don't know if they just forgot or what happened, but they threw a party for him over lunchtime anyway. <laughs> and he kind of went into a full-blown panic attack. Oh. Uh, he got very upset. Um, he started, you know, breathing. He, he gets into this, like, weird clenched position, according to witnesses, and he left to have lunch in his car. And the higher-ups called him into a conference room and sat him down, and they're like, what is your deal? Mm -hmm. They confronted him about his reaction, and he felt like he was being attacked, according to him, and kind of freaked out again. Mm -hmm. And a few days later, they just fired him. Wow. Yeah. So he has sued the company, and a jury just awarded him $450,000. Good. $150,000 $150,000 for lost pay and $300,000 for emotional distress. You add it up, you got your four fifty. 
There you go. Uh, yeah, but it, when he's telling you, don't do it. Don't do it. Why? He's why, asking why? you. Yeah, he came in and said, listen, this Please is an issue don't. for me. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess their position is, you know, they let him go because they felt like he was a, a danger to the employees of the office. Because when he had his panic attack, it came off to them like... Aggression. Like aggression, like he was being threatening. And he's claiming that, no, this is me suffering... This is this is how I am when I suffer a panic attack. Mm-hmm. So weird. And I think they they had a witness on the stand who would say typically like people who are suffering panic attacks don't get violent in most cases. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's fight or flight. Yeah. So the jury decided that he suffered an adverse employment action because of his anxiety disability. Uh, for the record, the company is digging their heels in. They're standing by the firing, claiming that mm-hmm. Kevin became unstable. And that they were protecting other employees in the event that he got violent. Hmm. So it looks like the company is going to appeal this and wow. we'll keep you posted on Damn. it. A place in Covington, by the way. That's where it's yeah. at. Yeah. Uh, I used to work for a guy and this company was kind of notorious for firing people once a year, just cleaning house. Mm-hmm. Kind of had a reputation for doing that. Mm-hmm. And then also every year or every month, the the boss would bring everybody up to the main conference room and he'd be like, it's happy, all the birthdays this month, every, all the February birthdays, all the March birthdays. And they'd get the cake. And of mm-hmm. course, the cake lady would be like, where's the cake? <laughs> and he would list all the birthdays that month. Happy birthday to Pete and happy birthday to John and, mm-hmm. you know, whoever, Carrie. And every month there always was someone who was fired the year before. Uh, Happy birthday to Carrie. Where's Carrie? And like the secretary would have to run up to his ear and be like, Carrie was fired last year. (laughs) (laughs) Carrie's no longer with us. He needs an updated That happened like eight months in a row. And then they just scratched it. They just stopped doing the whole celebration all together. Wow. I think they used to kind of do something like that here, but they don't anymore. I feel like they did too. They did for the whole month. I think it was like for the month. But they don't do that. I think it was like went away budgetly. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Like, nah. Hmm. We had a lot of, we, we had more employees. Did you have to buy more than one cake? Yeah, just one big sheet cake in February 1st <laughs> for everybody. Here you go. <laughs> Remember the make your own yogurt parfait bar? That was fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That was fun. Someone had said, there should be some healthy treats. We can't eat cake all the time. Yes, that's exactly what happened. (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's easy to dunk on millennials, occasionally for good reason. But now elder millennials are calling out the false, the so-called false millennial stereotypes that they're tired of hearing. Elder millennials are in their mid to late 30s. Up to about age 40. Here are some highlights. That we don't work hard. We're the hardest working generation. We just got the short end of the stick. And by the way, I have never eaten avocado toast. (laughs) Oh, you should. It's delicious. You don't know what you're missing. And another stereotype that we're always on our phones. It's literally all the information in the world in your pocket. You can read the news or even books on your phone. Yeah, so who knows what they're actually looking at. Here's an example. You can look up why mom's printer is giving her that error code that she's been complaining about for a week. See? Helpful. (laughs) Uh, The whole overplayed millennials ruin such and such thing. Things millennials actually killed and are still trying to kill. 
what else? What else? What else? I couldn't pay for college with my summer jobs. College today is a lot more expensive. That's for sure. Yeah. Or that we don't have any DIY skills. I've been building buildings my entire life, and now I bought an older person's house, and I'm having to fix all of their shortcuts, mistakes, and laziness. <laughs> uh, or, or that we're all snowflakes, that we're the snowflakes. Baby boomers can't even stand the word boomer without screaming bloody murder, and they can't handle being told they might be wrong about anything without throwing a fit. What is the exact age of boomers? Is that, oh, they, I mean, they're... Well, I think they're... At least, You're not a boomer, Jen. Oh, oh no. <laughs> But they complain about us constantly for some perceived sensitivity. I guess Boomer, there's two different versions. Boomer 1 is 1946 to 1954. And Boomer 2 are 1955 to 1964. So mostly okay. post, post-World post so War II. So 56, 58 to 76-ish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the elder, again, these are elder millennial complaints. Mm-hmm. Uh, the final one, I hate the stereotype that all we do is complain about boomers and blame them for all our problems. So they assert that we don't. You want to blame some? Blame the younger millennials. <laughs> Not us elder They're the issue. Right. <laughs> uh, on another topic, have you ever noticed people talking louder when your Zoom video gets blurry? People are so funny with stuff like this. Or loses resolution. Yeah. I try to stay off Zoom. Same. It's a horrible place it's to be. It's not good for your brain. I feel like with Zoom, I, can't, t- I can't touch anything. Or your ears. Like, once I'm connected into the meeting, I'm like, I can't I can't touch it. I can't look around. Yeah. I feel like I always get disconnected somehow, and then Mic I got to get brought back into the meeting. I mean, sometimes it's super convenient and super easy. If you've got to go to a meeting that's all the way across town, mm-hmm. it's and it's just easier to sit in your office or at home and be in the meeting. It's great but, for meetings you don't really want to go to. Well, if you don't have True. the time, yeah. you know, sometimes you're able to go to a meeting if it's on Zoom that otherwise you wouldn't be able to make. The because technology is definitely dry. cool. Which is yeah. fine by me, by the way, if I can't make the meeting. And you're all right with that, you know, but I miss that, the connection of just live people in the room. That's what's hard for me with the Zoom stuff. Well, on Zoom, uh, there's this thing that people are noticing more and more, how people talk louder when the Zoom video gets blurry. This is something researchers have noticed, but they didn't know why until now. A study in the Netherlands had 20 people do a Zoom call for 40 minutes, and they found that it really is something we do, but usually without realizing it. During the call, the video quality got worse and worse. And by the end of the call, it was just a blurry gray image. So they couldn't even see the other people. And pretty much everyone was yelling at each other. They would just respond to each other by talking louder and louder and louder mm-hmm. until they're kind of yelling at each other. And mm-hmm. a lot of them even got more animated. We're using bigger hand gestures. <laughs> uh, people who did that talked even louder than the people who weren't using hand gestures by about five extra decibels. <laughs> so why do we do that? They think that what we hear and see while communicating are so strongly linked in our brain that we just automatically try to compensate when one of them isn't working. Yeah. Is this similar to like you turn the radio down when you're like pulling up to an address yes. you're trying to find like you don't yes. know why you do it. It's just it happens. That was yes. my first thought. Yeah. It's just like that only in reverse. The hand gesture thing is interesting too is the videos got blurrier People's arm movements got more and more exaggerated. <laughs> <laughs> and they even kept doing it after they knew their videos were too blurry to be seen. 
So it's almost like we can't help it. <laughs> can't help ourselves. But what's great about what here's the thing that they didn't even realize is that the audio quality, it was the same the whole time. It was the same. It was fine. Totally fine. Well, it's really funny because, you know, Jacob has autism, but his hearing's fine. Yet people, when they meet him or they talk to him, they tend to talk very slow and loud. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Jacob. How are you today? And he's like, <laughs> stop talking so loudly. <laughs> Chill like, out. Gotcha. Does he ever tell anyone, stop no. yelling? Oh, no. No. He may cover his ears every once in a I while if it's fine. super loud. Yeah. And do they talk People to him that. like they assume he won't understand them? Yeah, I think that's kind of the assumption. Yeah. Yeah, because, it, you know, his, his speech is so um, inconsistent that... Yeah, the people, I think, just assume that the cognitive abilities are delayed as well. Right. I don't think that's a case. I think that kid is on it. Okay, here's a random question. If you bumped into your favorite celebrity on the street, would you rather take a selfie with them or get their autograph? Selfie. selfie. No yeah, you question. You think a selfie because you're like, Hey, I really was with this person. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, an autograph, you're like, oh, anybody can fake that. Sure. Yeah. But they asked 5,000 Americans that same question. If you bumped into your favorite celebrity on the street, would you rather take a selfie with them or get their autograph? And apparently, autographs are still a thing. 20% of us still want the autograph. Hmm. Huh. hmm. Yeah. Well, I do know when the paparazzi and those people like, camp out at certain places waiting for others like so say somebody's on the tonight show and they leave out the back door there are always people that are right around there with a picture or something hoping to get an autograph to sell on ebay or other places to tim loved hanging out with you such a blast let's do this again soon signed michael buble no. The purple Teletubby. <laughs> My selfie with Michael Bublé is super cool. Is it? I, I love that more than yeah. an autograph. I don't know if I've seen that. But that selfie represents, wasn't that like a whole night you guys hung out? <sighs> For like eight hours. Yeah. yeah. When you guys did, was that the karaoke bar? No. Oh, that was the Teletubby. That was the, bar. it was not a Teletubby, it was the other thing. All right. No, so that Michael Buble thing, he did a show and then afterwards he's like, let's go get a drink. And so the band and then the people from the radio station all went across the street to this bar, hung out all night. The band ended up leaving. The radio folks ended up leaving. It was just me and him for like another hour. And then he's like, I don't know where my hotel room is. I don't like, can you help me get back to the Radisson or wherever he was staying? And mm-hmm. so ended up helping him get back there. So now that he's got the selfie with Michael Buble, here's what you do. You frame it, you know, you get it printed, and then the next time you run into Michael Buble, ask him to sign it. That'd be, be great. I want to know if he remembers like that. If he remembers you, yeah. Because that's the does. best. If you, can, if you can get a selfie with, with an autograph mm-hmm. later, you that's know, the real deal. it's hard to do at the same time. But if, yeah. you, if you're fortunate enough to run into this person again the next time they come to town or whatever... I yeah. think that'd be, ideal, that'd be right? cool. really cool. And he, re- like, I think he would probably remember that. He seems like the kind of guy that would be like, that was you? You know? Oh, oh my God. That night was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20% would rather have the autograph, though. 42% would rather take a selfie. And 27% said they, they just feel like it would be tacky to ask for either of them. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting is when you break it down by sex, men were more likely to say autograph. Which I'm thinking maybe because they were picturing an athlete. 
And that's the kind of thing that holds a certain value. Sure. Like they could sell I don't it. Know, maybe sell that someday. Yeah. Uh, women were more likely to say they'd rather get a selfie. Mm-hmm. The older we get, the less likely we are to give a crap. <laughs> Only 12% under the age of 30 said they wouldn't want either compared to 43% over the age of 65. That's yeah, interesting. That's funny. Yeah. All right. And uh, another poll that came out found one out of four Americans would like to have a professional biographer write the story of their life. We all think our lives are super interesting. That includes one in three people who haven't even turned 30 yet. They're already planning their biography. <laughs> What's funny is young people are twice as likely as older people to say they want a biography written about them. Younger people. Live the story you want to tell. I've thought, often thought about some of the crazy messed up stuff I've done in this wonderful world of radio through, mm-hmm. the, through the years. Like. You need to, have you been come, documenting? I should have been. And then I thought the same thing. I'm like, I don't know what to write. Well, like, I could I, see like as you get older, looking back on it and say, wow, that was a crazy life. We should totally write about that. Whereas maybe, you know, in the moment or in your earlier years, it just it doesn't seem like it's that wild until mm-hmm. over time you look back on it and you're just like, wow, that was crazy. Someone brings up a story and you're like, oh my God, I forgot we did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, and let's talk about looks here for a second. The survey was done in England, so I don't know. Maybe they're just a, a lot less superficial than us, but 2,000 single people were asked to name the top things they're looking for when it comes to dating. And once again, uh, this is part of an ongoing trend. We're seeing this a lot. Looks, good looks, did not make the top 10. How about that? Yeah. I'll tell you what they are, starting with number 10 and working our way up to number one. Top things they're looking for when it comes to dating. Number 10, they dream big. Number nine, they have a good job. Number eight, they love to travel. Nice. Okay. These are all great things to have in a partner for sure. Yeah, the travel thing we've seen on a steady rise. A nice family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great manners. Good communication. Uh, great sense of humor. Yes, for so sure. So you make them laugh. Mm-hmm. You got to make mm-hmm. them laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, kindness, uh, that they can make you laugh mm-hmm. is number two. And number one answer on the board, honesty. Honesty. A lot of playing going on, a lot of running. Yeah. <laughs> and what's funny, I, you know, what I like about lists like this when people are talking about what they're looking for and what they want, it's usually the stuff that makes the list is the stuff they're having a difficult time finding. So that just makes me think that if the number one most important thing that you're looking for is honesty, are there a bunch of people out there in the dating pool that aren't being very honest? That's why we do second date update, because we want an honest <laughs> answer. We may not like the answer. So, yeah. Like, oh, some people need that honesty. And apparently there's a hell the of a lot of really good looking people out there dating because nobody's looking for that because it's so easy to find. I think that's what we're willing to settle <laughs> on, though. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying like you're what settling. we're willing to. to right, but I feel like that's the negotiation. Be a little is, more flexible. They're not completely hot, but it's like, hey, they got all these other things which make them more sure. attractive, yep. you know, like sense of humor. Yeah. My house has a new glow. I love my window. 
to windows, doors, roofing, siding, and gutters, I'm a fan of Universal Windows Direct. And right now, you can get $250 off entry and patio doors. Check out uwdsouthwestohio.com or call 513-755-1800. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home I just turned and John Mattery scared the living crap out of me. I didn't even know oh, he did? stuck you in the room. You didn't see him walk <laughs> in? Yeah, I totally didn't see him. You didn't even see me leave and go get him and bring him in? I saw you leave the room, but I didn't know you came back in with him. How you doing, John? I'm doing well. I'm going to talk with my hands here. Because Sorry. You were talking about you don't see people well. They speak louder and with their hands flying. Exactly. I was sitting here with my back turned to John. I was facing Jen. I'm like, sorry, man. How are you? I am doing well. Well, good to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Watching the Boston Marathon here on your TV. I know. And, uh, yeah, so you were doing a story. What did I see last week? A story that you did. About food apps. Oh, right. And we were like, yeah, tell Uh, it so Jen can get fired up. Yeah. Get me all worked up. (laughs) I know. Because so many stories about food apps. So many people complain about food delivery. First of all, it takes too long. Yes. Then it's cold. My bacon cheeseburger arrived cold with no bacon on it. Right. And then they can't find your house. Yeah, they can't find it. They deliver it to the neighbor. We think the driver ate half the French fries, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The latest one, though, and we did a report on this, is that. Restaurants are closing early, fast food restaurants mm-hmm. especially, because oh, of staffing yeah. shortages. And, you know, somebody will drive by, uh, you know, any one of them, a Wendy's, McDonald's, Arby's, whatever, and it's like 8 o'clock at night and they're closed. And it's like, huh? You could pull up and... Like, wait a minute, they're closed. Don't get me started, John. I don't even eat fast food very often. And two out of the last three times I've gone, I've pulled up and I was like, yeah, I'll take a number four or whatever. And they've said, we're only doing DoorDash driving right now. Yeah. I was yeah. like, well, they shut were- your damn light off if you're not yeah, open. Turn your lights off. So what we had was a gentleman who ordered and placed his order on the app and paid. It was 30 bucks, you know, to feed, feed the family fast food. And they wait and they wait and they wait. And an hour goes by and nothing. And he's mm. checking. And then finally gets a call from a driver saying, dude, uh, I just want to let you know that order you placed, the restaurant's closed. So uh-huh. I don't have any food for you. And uh-huh. he was livid. He contacted me. We did a story on it because it's all over Reddit right now. Complaints like this of fast food restaurants closing at 5, 6, 7 p.m. People place an order, you know, dinner, 8 o'clock, whatever. And it turns out the restaurant was closed. But here's the catch. The app still took the order and okay, your so money. You know, how, uh, so you've done DoorDash, right? Yeah. Okay, so you know how you put your order in, but you're still waiting for the restaurant to confirm the order. Yes. And then it goes to preparing your order. Mm-hmm. Has it has it gone to that step? Because I'm not, I'm not expecting it unless I get that yeah, unless confirmed, it says confirmed confirmation. Preparing, exactly. Watch it carefully. Don't just put the order in and have it accepted, right. and that's it, which is, I think, what happened in this case, order mm-hmm. accepted. And actually, no, he had, a, he had a screenshot that said, we're preparing your order. Oh, wow. So mm. it actually showed it that, but then, it stopped, but then it stopped. Yeah. And it wow. turned out the restaurant had closed like 15 minutes earlier. The app order went through, and we checked into it, and the reason was they hadn't completely shut down all their registers yet, and that's why ah. the app still thought it was open. Be you, real careful. In the evening, when you're ordering, when you go to any restaurant, it'll say open, closed, or closing soon. And if it says closing soon, you might not want to order from there because it could already be closed and you're not going to get your food. Now, I haven't had that happen to me, but I've had situations where if they screw up an order really bad or they send me someone else's food or they forget something entirely, 
Um, you know, they have mechanisms on the app that allow you to go in and, and, and make a complaint. And they've always rectified Oh, yes, they do. Yeah. <laughs> Jen is very familiar. Jen all the time. But they've always given me credits yeah. for it. It's never been a big problem. Yeah, DoorDash is really good about things. They, they are. They've got a good system to, you know, ha- help you if there's rectify. a problem. Reimburse the driver if it, the whole thing, you know, he loses his time, his gasoline and everything. Uh, so DoorDash is pretty good about it. But just watch out. And the evening especially is where this is happening after 6, that a lot of fast food restaurants these days are closing early and you may not get your food i always say don't waste your money i'll tell you something else that happened to me just last week i placed an order and then this it didn't get confirmed this little tab showed up said we're very busy right now try again in a couple of seconds so i tried again Never confirmed, never confirmed, never confirmed. And so I'm just kind of like sitting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And then all of a sudden I get a notice that the meal has been picked up and the driver is on the way. Well, guess what? One driver showed up and dropped off a meal, and two minutes later, a second driver showed oh, up. Oh, with- <laughs> So we got oh, two. So did you have to pay for both of yes. them, Yes. Oh, wow. But you had leftovers. Girl, you <laughs> yes. have some serious issues over there Let with me your tell you. order food. It's in the numbers. It's, there it is. it's in the numbers. It's like, this, it's like her trying to do technology. It's like, <laughs> it's like what is happening? Well, it is technology, I right? I feel like you should have food delivery service down by now. <laughs> You just don't. Yeah. Boy, that stuff does follow you. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. Yep. All right. Well, thank you, John. It was good seeing you, yeah, man. Great seeing you guys. All right. It's 742. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Guess what time it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pick your purses back, baby. It's our favorite Q102 match game. Object of the game is to match two identical purses. Not only do you win the purse, but you win the fun stuff inside, and you're qualified for the grand prize. $3,500 closet makeover from Closets and More, and $5,000 in cash to buy stuff for your new closet. But you got to be caller 21st to play. First play right now, 513-749-2320. Good luck. In the meantime, Denise Johnson standing by now with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.